0: These guys are part of the evening crew here. We have Liz, Deborah, and um, with Jeremy. So these are the evening. These are kind of my morning and, and noon night. These are the daytime guys right over here, all right? So they're part of Shred as well. Uh, um, but I think I, I messed up and I sent the wrong Zoom link, so only the guys that are on the online, so we'll see. Hey, um, so I'm gonna ask you guys a favor. If you guys are at home, I'm gonna ask that you guys go ahead and mute your mics just for a little bit, okay? Um, and so as we ask the questions as we go down the road, or down the line, um, we'll have an opportunity and then it'll record. Okay, guys? You okay with that? Cool beans? And I do believe we are being recorded at this time. Yes. So, so be nice. Okay. Don't say anything bad about anybody else. This is about you and you only. All right. There's no stupid questions. Um, so, what I would like to do setting out the expectations, if you have questions about your training, about, you know, just things in general in regards to nutrition, problems that are going on that maybe you could disclose and be brave enough to do so, ask. Other people will more than likely have the same issue or problem or question, okay? So this is the whole open mic, whole open side. So I'd like to go in. who's the brave one to go first? Anybody have like a question they wish to ask right off the bat? Yes, Miss Deborah, let's talk. She has a question, this is her first time in a fasting series um and there, there's many ways that we could describe this um caloric restriction we can call it you know a uh, insulin reset we can call it fasting it is whatever you want but what it there's a couple of objectives there's a couple of deliverables when we talk about caloric restriction um, and let's go through this just real quick and i'll get into the detail because i want to explain the reasons why. I actually promote this and that I use this. Um, Science has proven that weight loss in about 95% of us is governed or weight is governed by insulin. It is a hormone in our system that readies the body to metabolize food. Um, Insulin is released like when you pass a bakery or you you smell like something that your mother's making or like immediately, a smell can actually begin to um, initiate insulin release. That's why you actually get saliva. Have you ever smelled something and all of a sudden you get that saliva in your mouth and you're like, your tummy starts to go, you're like, wow, right? So you live across the street from the bakery, so you understand that. We used to be at Blake's Lauterburger, and they'd be used to making tortillas and we're like, God darn, who's having fries again, right? So what happens though, currently in today's way of eating is before we used to have to hunt, forage, and prepare. Now all we do is go to the cupboard, refrigerator, back to our computers, and eat and eat and eat and eat, right? So our insulin um, resistance has now skyrocketed. And in order for us to reset or recalibrate the insulin levels in our body, we begin to starve ourselves from, um, and I don't, starve is a very, Um, powerful word, but what we have to do is deprive our system of food in order to recalibrate or reset our insulin levels. When those start to come down and begin to act normally, then the body will begin, begin, the metabolism will begin to activate again in a proper manner, okay? So also, when we go out on a weekend and we go out on a date or we go, um, you know, out on a Friday night or you guys have, how many calories are we actually eating at one meal? So yeah, my fitness pal or those others say that we should probably be eating anywhere between 1,000 and 2,000 calories. But one meal at the Olive Garden could be almost 3,000 calories when you add the, the, the beer, the liquid, the, the, all that stuff, right? So why can't we, if we can eat 3,000 in one sitting, what, why can't we do the yang for the ying? And so throughout the week, we have to choose different days where we go ahead and reduce our calories so that we, that we, because you can hit 1,300 calories every single day. And then you go to Olive Garden and eat 3,000 calories. You've had an extra day. So you're never going to lose the weight. So one is habit formation for a yin for a yang. Okay. I'm all for it. If you have a hot date, go for it. Eat the cupcake, drink the wine, but prepare for it. Okay. So again, twofold. Number one is about habit formation. When you party and when you when you eat, you gotta do the other side. And then number two, it resets insulin levels. And number three, it deprives the body of energy. So then that means that your stores of energy will begin to burn. Okay. So yes, I am very stringent on five hundred calories. Now if it's five hundred and fifty or it's four hundred and fifty, where it's like, you know, it it just I'm not. You don't. It's not. an exact deal you can't you're not going to be able to do 500 I mean that's unless you're going to go to a science lab at UNM or something get, but it's never going to be perfect but what you do also want within that meal make it big like have a big bowl of greens right and a chicken breast and, and olive oil with like and prepare it you know green chili make it flavorful don't don't deprive yourself of salt pepper spices make it make it good right Make it good. Even fry it up in olive oil is great. But again, you have to add that calories in, okay? And what we do is we cycle it We um, to where we do maybe one a week or we'll do two a week. So we'll do one 500 calorie in 1,000, 500 in a 1,000. That's a hard week, but that's a week where we probably lose the most weight. Is that fair? Is that one meal? And the reason is is to recalibrate the insulin. So if we have three meals at, at, at like 100, 150, it won't reset or calibrate the insulin. So yes, it's one meal. And you're going to have to time it. And, it's, and you're going to have to figure out in your lifestyle what works best. But it, that works for you. So if I eat at 6 o'clock in the morning and I have no willpower or when I get home at 8 o'clock at night, fuck that, I'm going to eat, right? So what I would suggest is probably have it later in the day. Okay, does that make sense? Is that cool? Awesome, yes. So once again, let's come back to the principle. She asked about protein shakes. Uh, Within that day, once again, twofold. Number one, habit. One meal, that's it. Number two, insulin resistance. So if we add calories throughout the day, we're not gonna reset that insulin. You're not depriving the body of what what is required in order to bring the insulin levels down. So no, unfortunately, no. Now, if you want, if it is part of your lifestyle and that is what you want at this point, um, it has to be part of that 500 at that meal. Okay, is that cool? Does that make sense? Okay, cool. Any other questions from you guys? Does that make sense? Did I answer your question? Okay, yes. Yes. No. So watch out for, so there are different variables in regards to caloric restriction days or insulin re- uh, reset days or fasting schedules. Um, I live on what we call an 816. I'm transitioning it a little bit because I'm trying to, and I'll ask your, I'll answer your question mark in just a moment. 200 grams of protein. I'm doing an experiment on myself. I want to compete again, but I need to get into the NPC rather than OCB, right? So I'm doing 200 grams of protein a day. So I have to break my eight sixteen cycle. Do you understand what eight sixteen means? Eight hours is my feeding window. 16 hours is my reset window. So what we do on a 500-calorie day, we do 123. One hour eating window, 23 hours of reset. So when we're doing two 500-calorie meals, it'd be best for you to do it within a six- to eight-hour eating period so you have 16 hours. Does that make sense? So, I am not now the rest of the days outside of those guided caloric restriction reset days. If you want to graze and do all this stuff, if you meet your max caloric loads, great. I'm not, I'm I'm all for that. If you want to have a little egg before you come to work out, a chocolate milk workout for recovery, I am all for that. Okay. So, but during those days, let's be strict. It's about habits. So, when you graduate, some of you are Hotel California here with me for the rest of your lives. I hope you understand that. But if you do, you'll have these life lessons that you can use from here forward. Okay? I'm not selling meal replacements. I'm not selling elixirs. I'm not selling pills. I'm selling real life. Cool? So these are just habits. You know, if you find yourself 10 pounds on the scale over, go back to that schedule. Okay? Cool beans? Is that fair? And I mean I just it's just is what it is. This is what has worked, this is what gets the results. Cool. Miss Paula, how are you? Hey, good. I see your I see your speaker on. Talk to me.
1: Yeah. Um, I came down with a cold last Thursday and I haven't been able to work out since. Um, so my question for you is like, what's the best way to to get back in? Like, would it be with cardio or work in a muscle group or, because it might so, be another day or two before I could start working out.
0: Sure. First off, I'm just going to ask that if you got, if you have, if you were, um, you're still contagious, chill out. But if you're not contagious, get your ass here. There's no other way other than just getting in the pool and starting to swim again. And then listen to your body. If you could only stay for 15 minutes or only do half of it, perfect. But it is just get back on that wagon. The hardest part is when we come down with illness, injury, all that stuff. You know, the the mojo, the momentum stops. So you got to fight for just getting your shit back in here or getting back on the saddle and going. There's no no easy way other than that, Paula. Okay. Does that make sense? But that's a perfect question. That's a great, great question.
1: All cool. Well, um, yeah, I don't think I'm contagious. <laughs> it's just, just my energy level is just shot. I'm just tired, and but um, mm-hmm. I'm you know trying to stay hydrated and eating good, and but uh, just haven't had the energy to to exercise. But I'll uh, I'll see how I feel when I wake up in the morning, and I'll get my ass in there.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's that's all. And you know, even if you. Put your tennis shoes on, walk in the door, do five minutes on the bike. You've started the spin wheel again. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's no such thing. Don't have, when you're coming back from injury, illness, all that good stuff, it's just getting started again. But do it. And I, okay. there's no other way than just do it. Ahead. Cool. All righty. Thanks. That's awesome. very helpful. Appreciate it. You, all right. All righty. Any you... pending Questions right now that I can answer before I go to the ones in the comment section. Oh, that's all I needed. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit. Mark talked about how do you get 200 grams of protein without going wild on caloric intake in a day? My goals are much different than the majority of individuals that are in shred. Majority of the individuals in shred... Or individuals that are wishing to lose weight, lose the belly, you know, get rid of a little of the extra stuff. Now, don't get me wrong, Kim, Yolanda, Melissa, Rochelle, you guys are competing. So this could be for something that I would recommend to you guys. Okay. Sound all right? I don't recommend at your sizes of female, um, Melissa, Kim, Yoli, Rochelle. It's different. I would probably recommend, based on your sizes, about 100 grams of protein, right? Now, for me being 47 years old, male, 5'8", at about 180 right now, I wanna put on probably about another three pounds this season of muscle. Now, in order for me to achieve three pounds of muscle, I'm going to have to probably put on, or keep on me, at least 10 to 15 extra pounds. So, if I'm going to compete at 165, at 180, for every pound you put on, you have to have three to five pounds of excess mass. So, when I figured 200 grams of protein in my day, I'm actually still sticking at right at 1,800 calories mark. So, I have three protein shakes a day, which give me 35 grams of protein do it right after the morning workout I do it right after the noon workout and then I do it right when I get home okay those shots are only about 100 calories each so that's 300 calories then I will have at least about 10 ounces of meat for lunch 10 ounces of meat in the evening which gives me about 40 to 50 grams of protein there So with that said, though, it's turkey, ground beef, um, bison, um, chicken, that kind of stuff. So more than likely for those 50 grams, I'm only putting in about 400 calories, okay? So that's 800 times that. Then the rest I use with carbs. tell you, I have a sweet tooth. I like a Pop-Tart. I like a chocolate. I like, you know, that's my deal. But you see how I'm doing that, Mark? I am supplementing using shakes. And oh, I also have a protein bar that I've used, but it's, I normally don't go to this level, but I want to compete again this year. Um, I'm getting that, that vibe. So that's how I'm getting it. Okay. I do not recommend. Now, if you are trying to lose weight, 200 grams of protein is not recommended. It's very different, but Yoli, Kim, Rochelle, Melissa, 100 grams of protein is recommended in your diet 100 grams of protein is recommended in your diet if you have questions with that what i will do i will share ideas and meal plans generic ones within our group is that fair Will that help Are you guys getting there anywhere between like um It'll be anywhere between about 1,000 to 1,500 calories with 100 grams of protein in it. Cool? Sound all right? Yes. So let's talk a little bit about protein metabolism. We talked about metabolizing earlier. Our liver and our kidneys can only metabolize anywhere between 30 to, excuse me, between 30 to 40 grams of protein per hour. So if you go above 20 to 30 per hour, You're peeing and pooping very expensive protein. Seriously, you're just peeing and pooping it out. It's doing nothing for you, okay? So double scooping, don't double scoop protein shakes. That's doing nothing for you. You have to use it periodically and have it available in the systems. Now, the reason you want protein, it's what we have, the essential amino amino acids, what amino acids are, they're the building blocks for muscle. So after you are done working out and you've torn the muscle and the body is responding to say, let's repair and, and make it bigger and better so that you can handle it the next time, growth hormone is released, a lot of the different you know hormonal structures and blood flow. So what you want to do is have it about a half hour to an hour right after your workout. For those that are just doing shred, I'm going to tell you the best recovery drink is a carton of regular fat chocolate milk. That's all you need as a recovery for you. And who doesn't like chocolate milk? Don't do the muscle milk. Don't do any of that. Just get one of those, you know, the APS carton of chocolate milk. Just those little guys or just a a cup of that. But your kids would love that. Okay. Does that make sense? Um, I you can, yes, absolutely. I know you're really big on those, and that's perfectly fine for now. Okay. For you, I want habit formation, caloric restriction, and change. Okay, so you're a little different than the rest. Cool, because you're kicking your ass six days a week. I get it. I could be more flexible with you. But yes, is that cool? Awesome. Kim, talk.
1: Okay, as you know, I have um, autoimmune disease, right? Yes. So remember in the last ROPs, I got Bell palsy. And then the next time I lost my hair. So how am I going to control my body not to reject the,
0: the, um, stress? That's That's a good question. Um, and it's going to be individualistic Kim for you. Do you mind if I can be a little bit more blunt with how I oversaw? Kim, when I saw you do the the show that year, I think you were in a very interesting transition in life. Um, Right now, I I believe and I see just very generally, and the reason that I even pushed you this year, um, there are two things. Number one, this group is smaller, more intimate, and supportive. There's not a lot of this in this group. Historically, you had competition that was tearing you apart, and you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Also, you're in a very stable, loving relationship now. You have a great job at this point. So your life is a little more stable this time to where I believe that when you approach this competition, it's going to be more of friendship and getting to a point to where you'll, succeed together rather than competing and trying to manage all the chaos in the rest of your life. <laughs> um, I see this a lot with you because you've stabilized, you you seem happy, you're coming to shred and there's really no break in routine either because you do have shred as a strong group, bridge support group. So there's not a lot of change other than getting on stage, right? So that is my viewpoint. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not someone like, but just seeing from a different perspective and knowing you for the last, you know, nine years, I think you're in a good position to go. Cool. Okay. And I think us as a team need to be aware of that. And when we see you getting stressed out, we need to go have a shot of tequila and put you to bed.
1: Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I've been I've been consistent with your diet. Not diet, your meal plans and everything. So I think, and if I go slow, and not try to do everything really fast, and I think that's advice for everybody. Don't don't push your body more than it can handle.
0: Yep, absolutely. And your brain. <laughs> that's that's beautiful advice. That's Thank beautiful you, advice. Yes, ma'am. So Melissa, you said. Um, I asked you this before, but I thought I would ask again the group, maybe with a little more detail. Oh, what, what is it?
2: Yeah, you know, um, uh, CJ, that it's it. You know, it's just not enough to do ROP, right? We've got this goal. Rochelle and I plan on doing a hundred k ultra marathon on June first, and I know ROP is like April thirteenth. And I ask you this, right? Like to be realistic, that. Are these two things and training for running, which is going to be roughly five days a week, starting the end of January, um, with mostly re- like the long runs are on Saturdays, right, with a back-to-back increasing run on Sunday, that um, there'd be a few runs in the middle of the week. So it's obviously at least three days a week. There's a potential that we could be doing two-a-day workouts. And I'm talking not big runs, like two miles, three miles. They, they jump up a little bit midweek, but not too much. And um, you know, I don't want to get injured. I don't want to overdo it. And I know you talked about this because I'm also wanting to lose some weight, um, in this process. And I just didn't know if you had any advice for folks that you know are maybe doing shred or maybe have another goal or for us, you know, ROP is all about just weight loss though and some muscle definition, in addition to some of the. Um, you know, just getting in the long runs, because really, you know, running is just all about getting in the miles and any advice you can give us in terms of diet, what we should be thinking about looking for, because obviously we're, we're, you know, I definitely plan on doing the 40, 40, 20 diet, which is equal carbs and, and proteins. Are there any things to be thinking about, especially like on those days with long runs? Because it's hard, right? This is the one exercise with long runs. You have to eat to run, to do what you're doing. Sure. anyway, any thoughts on that, like collective so, advice?
0: So I'm going to, there's two points here and I'm going to respectfully um, amplify and maybe redirect a statement of yours. When you said that ROP is about only weight loss and toning, I'm going to hit that one. Hold on just a sec. And number two, in regards to diet on the 40, 40, 20, you and Rochelle, need to be slightly different. The day of your runs, the night before, you're going to need to carb load. And that means a little extra carbs. More than likely, you're going to be at a 50 carb and 30 protein. So we're going to have to convert that slightly, okay? But only on those days. Then the rest of the days, we can come back to 40, 40, 20. And then what you're going to have to do is come back to me and tell me how good you felt in your run so that we can make corrections moving forward, I also believe, Rochelle and Melissa, that we should use ROP in the perspective of a um, a benchmark on the next step to your race. So this is a step in the right direction to where it will amplify your ability to finish strong. Is that fair? So... When we look at ROP, which is different, Rise of Phoenix is different than what you guys are in currently. Rise of Phoenix is a 12-week program where we prepare individuals to get on stage to perform. Okay. That's basically what it is, body-wise. Um, but there's a lot more involved in ROP. It really is a group. Where we build camaraderie and we support each other. Um, and historically it's gotten a little crazy. And I see this, like with Kim and with Tara, who just told me that they lost their hair, you know, but, you know, what we want to do this year is bring it really back to its roots, to where it is, there's an organized protocol to get us to a point to where we get on stage, and we feel good, and look good about ourselves, right, so no matter if you are, if there's no change or not, but if you've gone through the process, and you've committed, and you've followed through. That is the goal. That is the end goal. And along the way, we create habits, we create friendships, and then we celebrate at the end. And yes, there's a competitive nature, but we need to really refocus on this is about me. That's about improving me. And this is what we need to do. And you and Rochelle need to look at this as a stepping stone to get to that next level. Is that fair? So Melissa, Rochelle, um, uh, what will you and I need just remind me this is my running schedule. What should I be doing the night before? Because we do need a carb load. Okay? So it'd be just a slight variant. Cool? Just small little things. It's not a, It's not too crazy. Cool? Is that fair? Is that a good question? Is that a good answer? Okay. Beautiful. So is ROP going to be involved Evolve this year on April 13th? Absolutely. So, Kim, we will be – Um, I don't know historically. We did it in a tent one year behind us at ROP. I think that Melissa did that. We have this – beautiful facility here and we're going to make it intimate and because we have about 35 38 individuals we're going to hold it here we're going to have 100 people in the audience we're going to videotape it send it live we're going to have vip in the hot room um parking going to be a little bit of a bitch but we'll figure it out we'll probably do um um what is it when they get your car and take it and pop, drop it off and what is that Valet. Yeah. Detail. Yeah. No, not details, but (laughs) we may do a valet service for cars here. So we'll figure it out. We'll make it look really nice and it will be awesome. Okay. I promise you. Promise you. Cool. But everything this year is going to be above the line. And I want to make sure everybody's good, but I promise you it'll be super awesome. Cool. Awesome. You're welcome. Ramiro, what's up, buddy? How are you, man? Do you have any questions? Hey, CJ. No, I just wanted to get on here and see what everybody else is asking and get a feel for what else is coming. Absolutely, man. Um, welcome to the to the deal. He's, he's gained like four pounds of muscle, dropped about 3% body fat already within a week and a half. I know. Crazy. I know. And he didn't even do the diet. I know. Anyways, good work. Any questions? Any other questions, guys? These have been great questions. Talk to me. Forever hold your peace. <laughs> Are we good? Everybody's okay? I'm trying to ask a place nearby for parking. Okay, I love that, Tara. Thanks for help. I'd appreciate that a lot. Beverly? So, any other questions? You good? Hey, guys, from my heart to yours, I truly, truly, truly appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for showing up. Thank you guys for doing the work, and thank you guys for putting your trust in me. I appreciate it a lot, and I look forward. I see the results continuously. You guys are just freaking amazing. It's my passion. I love seeing you guys. I love doing what I do. So keep up the work. Cool beans? All right, guys. Hey, have a beautiful night, guys. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye.